Hey everyone, welcome to a brand new podcast episode. In this one, we recap and round off all the major professional races from the last few weeks. So let's begin the podcast after this intro. Let's go. Hey guys, welcome back to our podcast episode. This would be a combined round off the international races that happened during the last few weekends and we have ended the world superbike season and we're about to come to an end of the 2020 MotoGP season. So let's start off with the first race review which is of the Magnicor's race in World Superbike. So if we talk about the first race, Re wins a dramatic first race in the wet Magnicor circuit read the headlines. So Jonathan Re claimed his 10th victory of the 2020 season. as others other riders crashed in a wet race in the magnicos circuit the drama began itself on the first turn as tom sykes and his teammate eugene laverty retired from the race laverty was taken out by sykes as he was hit by garrett gerloff from behind after this incident gerloff was then battling for the top spot with loris pass gerloff then fell behind in the race following a huge mistake on turn 5 as he recovered and eventually retired from the race due to another crash in turn 6 and 7 after the incident kerloff was injured and taken for a medical checkup by the authorities nari and bass then took charge of the race with re eventually winning and bass securing his first podium position in a long time alex loes managed to finish in third place his first podium since the australian round and his third podium in the 2020 season Chas Davies came fourth and Redding finished in fifth place. Sixth place was secured by Toprak Rasgatlioglu. Michael Rubin Rinaldi finished in seventh place as Xavier Forest finished in eighth. Michael Van der Mark finished in ninth in front of Leandro Mercado who finished in tenth position. Federico Carcasulo finished in eleventh with Alvaro Batista finishing in twelfth. Sylvain Barrier finished in thirteenth. Valentin Debis scored 14th place with Javier Pinsach claiming 15th. Samuel Cavalieri finished in 16th. Takumi Takahashi finished in 17th place. Haslam, Gerloff, Stikes and Laverty all retired from the race. Now the top 6 riders after the World Superbike race one were Jonathan Ray in first position, Loris Bass in second, Alex Lowes, Chas Davies, Scott Redding and Toprak Raskatioglu. Now with this race one ending and Jonathan Ray winning, we moved on to the Super Bowl race. Now Super Bowl race is where again Jonathan Ray showed his class as he wins his 99th race in the World Superbike category. Now this short Super Bowl race went full steam ahead as Jonathan Ray led a Kawasaki 1-2 finish in a rainy circuit, the Nevers Magnet Course. Ray started the race in third place as he took the race lead by turn two. and from then on he took his 99th race win with with immense class now los came in second secured his second podium of the magnicos weekend with michael mandema completing the final podium finish scott redding finished in fourth as he battled with mandema through turn 15 on the final lap to eventually take home the fourth position he finished 4 seconds clear of chas davies with loris bass completing the top 
Michael Rubin Rinaldi reached seventh place with American Garrett Gerloff finishing in eighth. Toprak Razgat Lioglu came claimed a ninth place, holding off Leandro Mercado and Leon Haslam. Eugene Laverty and Tom Sykes of the BMW team started the race from first and second, but finished out of the points position. Federico, Federico Caricasulo crashed out of the race in turn 15. Now the top six after the Tissot Super Bowl race were Jonathan Ray, Alex Lowe's, Michael Van der Mark, Scott Redding, Chaz Davies and Loris Bass. Now with the Super Bowl race done, it, it was time to move on to the race. Scott Redding won the second race and took the title fight further. Now Scott Redding claimed victory in race two to take the t- title fight further with the rival Jonathan Ray finishing in fourth from pole. Ray started the race from pole as he led for the first three laps. Redding then made his way up to battle him and passed Ray on the fourth lap. From there on, Redding dominated the race to take valuable 25 points in the championship battle. Loris Bass claimed his second podium of the French GP with Chaz Davies completing the podium places. Davies made a move on lap 14 as he pushed Ray down to fourth place. Now, in terms of championship points, Ray leads Redding by 59 points with 62 available in the remaining three races. Ray tried to fight back in the latter stages of the race, but Davies was able to stay ahead. Michael Van der Mark finished in 5th, while Michael Rubin Rinaldi finished in 6th. Alex Lowe's finished in 7th, with Gareth Gerloff securing a top 8 finish. Top rack Razgat Lioglu and Tom Sykes completed the top 10. Italian rider Federico Caricasulo finished in 11th, with Sylvan Barrier finishing in 12th. Leon Hasdam, Eugene Laverty, Alvaro Batista rounded up the top 15 positions with Samuel Cavalieri securing the 16th place. Valentin Debis and Takumi Takahashi finished the race with Chavi Forrest and Leonardo Mercado who did not finish the race. Pinsak and Mercado suffered crashes during the race with Mercado out of the race in the first lap itself. Now the top 6 following race 2 were Scott Redding, Loris Bass, Chaz Davies, Jonathan Ray, Michael Van Der Mark, and Michael Dwinilardi. So eventually, in a high dramatic pulsating round in the Magnico circuit, Ray claimed two race wins to consolidate his lead while Redding closed the gap by winning race two and keeping his championship hopes alive. It is time to move on to the MotoGP race that happened in Le Mans circuit in the last couple of weeks. Now, Daniel Petrucci of the Ducati team emerged victorious in a wet race at Le Mans. In a mouth-watering premier race, encounter to beat Moto2 world champion Alex Marquez of the Repsol Honda team. Although Alex Marquez rode a wonderful race, finishing P2 from P18, he was not able to challenge for the top position in the Le Mans circuit. Now, Paul Spagro of the Red Bull KTM factory racing team claimed the third position to round off the podium places. Andre De Vincioso picked up P4 with Fabio Catraro, Joan Mir, and Maverick Vinales finishing P9 and lower. As the race started, the grey clouds threatened to cancel the race as the riders came to the grid. Although the weather forecast did not predict rain five minutes before the start of the race, the rain started falling. The race was then delayed as the riders headed back to the garage. Now the rain, now that the rain was in play, it was all hands on deck as the second set of bike as the second set of bikes warmed up and got ready for a wet start. Now, with the new race direction of 26 laps confirmed, tensions reached a boiling point already. The race was declared a wet weather race 
with an unfamiliar territory for the top riders in the championship, especially Quartararo and Mir. The duo had not experienced wet weather conditions, but now, as the race started, they were about to. As the pit lane opened, a flag-to-flag race was a real possibility. The riders were allowed to swipe their dry weather bike at any moment. Now Miller got off to a fast launch from the start, as did Cal Crutchlow of the LCR Honda Castrol team. The Australian grabbed the first position at the start. Valentino Rossi's race was over early as he crashed in turn 3. The doctor could not get his bike going after that. It was a Ducati 1-2-3 at the front as Petrucci and Divincioso got the better of Quartararo and Trushlow, who slipped back to P6 on the opening lap. The three Ducatis started to pull away from the start as Petrucci led the way with Dovincioso in second, getting the better of Miller. The Pramac Ducati ran wide in turn 6 as Paul Espargaro battled with Quartararo to eventually find a way past, as the Frenchman dropped down in the positions again. Nakashlo and Bradley Smith were past Quartararo before Miguel Alvera threw him at turn 13. Alvera and Quartararo went wide as Alex Marquez produced a stunning first few laps to get into P8. At the front, Petrucci, Dovizioso and Miller were running close as Alex Rins, who was riding on medium compound rain tyres, was half a second quicker than the riders ahead. The gap was soon down to 1.5 seconds on lap 8 as three successive fastest laps by Rins looked like he could be the only rider to take the fight to the three GP20s. With 18 laps to go, Quartararo was sitting in P1 and Mir was sitting in P9. Vinales and Franco Morbidelli were also out of the points position. The rain started to fall again and now 5th place man Paul Espargaro was fastest on the track. The KTM star was behind Rins who in turn was 1.5 seconds off the Ducatis. Espargaro then set another fastest lap of the race, couple of tenths quicker than the race leader Petrucci. On lap 11, Rins was running wide on the 1.44s. Uh, he was 8 tenths quicker than Petrucci on, as the GXR rider was within the touching distance of Miller's rear wheel. Lap 13 came. Half the race was done. Rins made his move. Turn 7 was the place, but he went slightly wide to allow Miller through. Now, with 13 laps to go, it was now a 4-rider fight for victory. Further back, Mir found pace as he got into a battle with Morbidelli, Vinales and Alicia Spagro with Quartararo not far behind in P1. With 12 laps to go, Rins made a move on Miller in turn 3, but Miller was back up to P3 at turn 8. Paul Spagro with Paul Spagro and Marquez closing in, the reigning Moto2 world champion was the fastest man on the circuit. The top 8 was split by 4.3 seconds. Now, with 10 laps to go, Oliveira became the fastest man in the top 8 with 4 seconds separating the fastest riders on track. Dovizioso picked up the baton of the lead heading into turn 3. Petrucci fought back at turn 8 but Dovizioso dived underneath to take the lead. Rins was up inside of all the Ducatis as Dovi lost ground and dropped to P4. Miller then went wide and Rins was now in P2, as well as Petrucci who was now back into P1. The Aussie was out with 8 laps to go. Moments later, at turn 3, Rins, now the next uh, lap at turn 10 again, cruel luck emerged for Miller as his Ducati started to exhale smoke. The Aussie was out with 8 laps to go. 
Moments later, at turn three, Rince was down as it ended Suzuki's dreams of a Le Mans win. The drama exploded further, which saw Crutchlow crash out of the race. Now, all this chaos gave Petrucci an advantage. With six to go, the Italian was quicker than anybody on track. Petrucci's lead rose by 2.5 seconds, with Dovinzioso in second and Marquez in P3. Paul Espagro and Oliveira were right behind next to Dovinzioso and Marquez, as 7th place Juan Zarco set the fastest lap of the race. With 5 laps to go, Dovinzioso started to reel in teammate Petrucci. 4 laps to go, the gap was 1.7 second further out and soon came down to 1.3 second. Dovinzioso, Marquez, Paul Espagro and Oliveira were catching up to Petrucci. 3 laps to go, Marquez was up P2 as Dovinzioso left a small gap down in turn 6. Dovinzioso was running out of grip as Espagro was through on him at turn 3. With 2 laps to go, Oliveira was swarming in the front. Dovi was a sitting duck now and Oliveira was through. Dovi was now defenseless and all this was aiding 8th place Quartararo in terms of title race. Dovi was a sitting duck as Oliveira went through. Namakis was now hunting Petrucci. The gap was now 1.2 seconds. Paul Espagro was looking good at P2 with Dovi somehow holding off Oliveira. Halfway around the lap, Petrucci was holding strong in the front and it was his race to lose now. Petrucci made no mistake as he took his second MotoGP victory. Marquez held off Espagro to finish in second position. It was his first podium finish in the Premier class with Espagro finishing number three position. Dovizioso lost out on a podium place as he did not have the rear grip to hold on to a podium place. Dovi had gained grounds in the championship chase to move above Vinales in P3, 18 points off Carturaro. Varco showed awesome race pace to get better of Oliveira on the final lap. It was a P5 finish for the Frenchman as Oliveira made it to P6 in a solid ride. Takaki Nakagami of the LCR Honda Aibimetsu team took P7 to keep his 100% 2020 top 10 record intact. Stefan Bradl of the Repsol Honda team crossed the line in P8, a second ahead of Quartararo, who finished in P9. The home hero extended his lead in the overall standings. Vinales and Mir were right behind El Diablo as they took the checkered flag in P10 and P11. The top four in the championship now just sit 20 points apart. Heading into the Aragon round. Brad Binder and Francisco Bagnaia finished their first wet MotoGP race in P12 and P13. Alish Espagro and Iker Lacuona of the Red Bull KTM Tech 3 team completed the points tally with Franco Morbidelli of the Petronas Yamaha Sati team crashed in lap 17. Smith and Tito Rabat of eSponsorama Racing team added to the crash list at the Le Mans. 19 points split, Quartararo, Mir, Dovincioso, Vinales, heading into the Motorland, Aragon, double header. Let's see what happens in the next round. Till then, the top 10 riders after the race were Danilo Petrucci of the Ducati team, Alex Marquez of the Repsol Honda team, Paul Espagro of the Red Bull KTM racing team, Andre Dovincioso of the Ducati team, Johan Zarco of the e Sponsorama Racing Team, Gil Oliveira of the Red Bull KTM Tech 3 Team, 
Takaki Nakagami of the LCR Honda Aidimitsu team, Stefan Bradl of the Repsol Honda team, Fabio Cartraro of the Petronas Yamaha team, and Maverick Maverick Vinales of the Monster Energy Yamaha MotoGP team. Now let's talk about the Estoril World Superbike. Estoril Race 1 started with Jonathan Ree wrapping up his sixth consecutive World Superbike title with a stunning fight back in Race 1. Now Jonathan Ree secured his sixth consecutive Motul FIM Superbike World Championship in Race 1 of the Estoril World Superbike Race. As top rack, Rasgat Yoglu took an amazing victory at the Circuito Estoril. While the eventual challenger, Scott Redding, had to retire from the race due to a technical issue. Now, although Jonathan Ray was the talk of the town, it was a great day for Rasgat Yoglu. He made a fantastic start from the pole position as he converted his first career pole into his second win of the year. He was joined on the podium with Chaz Davies and American Garrett Gerloff. If we talk about the world champion, he started from the middle of the grid and soon found himself in the top 10 as he gained an impressive 8 positions on the opening lap. He then quickly improved upon his position in the following lap as he passed teammate Alex Lowe's and Michael Van der Mark in turn 1. He moved into second place as he made a move on Gerloff in turn 1. Although the American rookie was uh, looking at the world champion at his rear, he responded a lap later as he fought gracefully with the world champion. During the battle for the second place, Davies came in between as he made a move on Ray to move into the second place. Ree and Gerloff then engaged in a sensational battle for third place during the rest of the 21-lap race. This allowed Rasgatlioglu and Davies to pull away at the front as they finished first and second place. Second places. Gerloff moved ahead of Ree at turn 1 on lap 14 and started to pull away from Ree as he secured his second career podium. Ree finished the race in fourth place as he lost round to the riders in front of him, but managed to secure a large margin over the fifth place, Leon Haslam, who battled hard with Alex Lowe's and Alvaro Batista to secure a commendable fifth place. Lowe's finished the race in sixth place after he was unable to catch Haslam on the, first, on the last lap. Michael Rubin Rinaldi finished in seventh place behind the Lowe's Haslam Batista battle to, as he was unable to take advantage of the trio battling each other in front of him. Chavi Forest secured 8th, while Frenchman Loris Baz finished in 9th. Tom Sykes completed the top 10 just behind Baz, 22.5 seconds clear of Jonas Folger, who finished the race in impressive 11th place. He finished 10 seconds clear of Eugene Laverty, who finished in 12th. Argentinian rider Leandro Marcado finished in the points, secured a 13th place finish ahead of Takumi Takahashi and his teammate Eric Renato. Federico Caricasulo did not finish the race after a crash when Michael Mandemark also did not finish the race after he came off his bike while battling for the podium. 
championship rival Reading retired from the race with a technical issue on lap 6, confirming Ray as a six-time world champion. Matteo Ferrari also was not able to finish the race. The top six riders following the race, World Superbike Race 1 were top rack Raskat Leoglu, Chas Davies, Garrett Gerloff, Jonathan Ray, Leon Haslam and Alex Rose. So a fantastic race coming to an end where Jonathan Ray was the world champion again. Now with that, we moved on to the Super Bowl race where top rack Raskat Leoglu made it two race wins in a row at the Circuito Estoril. A top rank Rasgat Lioglu gained victory without a challenge from his rivals, while Jonathan Ray was able to fight back through the field along with Scott Redding in the penultimate Dissau Super Bowl race for the Pirelli Estoril round. Rasgat Lioglu had a fantastic start from pole position as he took and maintained the lead of the race on the opening lap. He pulled out a gap of over one second ahead of Garrett Gerloff in second as, as the Americans secured back-to-back podiums in the World Superbike race. There was an intense battle between Michael Van der Mark and Chas Davies as they battled the entirety of the 10-lap race as Yamaha claimed 1-2-3 finish for the first time in World Superbike history after securing a front row starting positions for the race two. For race two. Davies finished the race in fourth place ahead of Ree and Redding as they battled their way back from 15th. Ree was still chasing his 100th World Superbike victory while Redding was looking to end the season well as a preparation for the build-up for a 2021 title challenge. Alvaro Batista and teammate Leon Haslam finished in 7th and 8th place, respectively to secure a third start row with Michael Ruben Rinaldi finishing in 9th. The one-point gain by Rinaldi was enough to secure him the independent rider's title. Loris Bass was not able to finish the race as he crashed out on lap 3. Alex Lewis was another non-finisher in the race after a low side crash at turn 13. Now, the top six riders following the Tissot Super Bowl race were top rack Raskat Lioglu, Garrett Gerloff, Michael Van de Mark, Chas Davies, Jonathan Ray, and the championship challenger. Reading was looking to end the season well, to use it as a preparation build-up for a 2021 title challenge. Scott Reading finishing in sixth. Now with that, we end the coverage of the Super Bowl race where top rack Rasgat Lioglu made a fantastic effort to win two races in a row. Now with that, we move on to the race two of the brilliant Estheril round where Jazz Davies took victory as Kawasaki wins Manufacturer Championship by one point. Now, season-ending race 2 was full of drama at the Circuito Estoril as Charles Davies claimed victory in his final race for Aruba IT Racing Ducati team. Davies started the race from 4th place and was instantly involved in a fight for victory. He moved on into the 2nd place, passing top rack Rasgat Lioglu. The battle for the 2nd came to an immediate end when Jonathan Ray came in contact with Rasgat Lioglu's Yamaha machine at Turn 3. Ray rejoined the race and finished in 14th place while Rasgat Lioglu was able to finish the race in 3rd. Scott Redding managed to cross Rasgat Lioglu for 2nd podium place and Redding heroics meant Ducati won team championships ahead of KRT as Ducati scored their 950th podium place in World Superbike Racing. Michael Van Demark came in 4th place as he ended his Pata Yamaha World Superbike official team career. He finished ahead of Alvaro Batista in 5th place 
was five seconds clear of Michael Rupin Rinaldi. Rinaldi finished in sixth place after contending a multi-rider fight with Leon Haslam, Xavi Forrest, Federico Caricasulo in seventh, eighth and ninth. And at the end, Xavi Forrest secured eighth place, which meant Kawasaki beat Ducati to the Manufacturers' Championship by one point. Tom Sykes completed the top 10 2.5 seconds ahead of Karikasulo, who finished 1.5 seconds clear of Honus Folger in 11th. Loris Bass went off the track as he suffered a technical issue. Eugene Laverty finished in 12th place, while Leandro Mercado finished in 13th. Re came in 14th, while Matteo Ferrari finished in 15th. Eric Granado missed out on points ahead of teammate Takumi Takahashi as they finished 16th and 17th. Sherjan Moraes was 18th ahead of Flores Krasan, who finished in 19th. Garrett Gerloff crashed out of the race on lap 3 at turn 4, while Alex Lewis also retired from the race after he crashed with just few laps to go. Now with this, the race 2 came to an end. A fantastic win for Jazz Davies meant that uh, Kawasaki took the manufacturer's title with just one point from the Ducati. It was a fantastic weekend where it all ended with Jonathan Ree winning the championship and Kawasaki claiming the manufacturer's championship. At the end of the race, uh, top six riders were uh, Chaz Davies, Scott Redding, Toprak, Laskar Leoglu, Michael Van der Mark, Alvaro Arista and Michael Trupin Trinati. And with this, we end our uh, coverage of the Estoril round. With this ending, let's talk about another MotoGP race that happened in Motorland, Aragon. The headline read, Rins wins the battle against Marquez in Aragon. Yes. Now, Alex Rins uh, won the Grand Premier of the Aragon race as Alex Marquez picked up a second podium place in the consecutive MotoGP races. Now, with this result, the championship has taken another twist where Yuan Mir now leads the overall championship standings after the pole position rider Fabio Cadraro reached the checkered flag in P18. Now, if we talk about the race, Maverick Vinales got off to a scintillating start as he almost came in contact with Cadraro in Turn 1. Morbidelli came in the opening left-hander from inside, but the Italian went wide. This allowed Vinales and Cadraro to go through as the factory Yamaha took the lead. Rins also made a phenomenal start as he was up to P4 on the opening lap, ahead of Jack Miller and his teammate Mir, who also started off well in P6. Cal Trashlow got down to P12 on the opening lap from row 1 as the championship contender Andre De Vincioso made a good progress into P8 from P13. In lap 2, Quartaro went quicker to bring the gap down to half a second from the previous 0.7 second. Rins was showing some superb pace as the Suzuki start focused his attention on the front riders. Morbidelli was passed by Rins and Quartararo as Quartararo went slightly wide. Vinales was riding at a fast pace but Rins was flying. It showed in the race as the gap was soon under half a second. Morbidelli showed good pace as he crept up to the tailpipes of his teammate. Fifth place Suzuki X-Star rider Mir was the fastest man on track on lap 5. Miller and Alice Marquez were also scrapping for positional places. Lap 6 came. Rins was 0.6 quicker than Vinales as Cortoraro pace dropped slightly as Mir and Morbidelli caught on to the bike of Cortoraro 
in no time. Mohammed Ali passed Mir as he focused his attention on the Petronas Yamaha SRT duo running alongside each other. Both went wide in turn 16 as Mir said thank you very much and went through in P3. Mohammed Ali then held P4 as Quartararo dropped to P5. At this point, Le Mans podium finisher Marquez was the fastest man on track. On lap 8, Rins passed Vinales to take the race lead. A smooth pass by Marquez to P5 of Quartararo as Marquez showed outstanding pace as he picked off Mobidelli on lap 9. The Spaniard was now only rider in the 148s. Seconds. Quartararo looked in big trouble again as the Frenchman was riding in 150s. A slew of rider led by Takaki Nakagami, Miller, Tovisioso, Kraslo all came for him. After a while, Nakagami was through on him at turn 16. While the French rider was not enabled to hold tight line, Miller and Dosioso also passed him, dropping him to P9. Rins led the race. Marquez was right behind <coughs> Mir. Azaruki was in the victory fight in Aragon. Mir went inside of Vinales in turn 15 and then swept in turn 16. As the race progressed, Marquez was now in P3 with 10 to go. It was the Suzuki 1-2 in the front with others catching up further back in the field. The Cortraro was having a disastrous race and it was down to P15 as Juan Zarco, Daniel Petrucci, Alessio Spagro and the Red Bull KTM factory dream duo of Paul Spagro and Bart Binder went through. Marquez was the only one riding in the 148s and Vinales was not able to catch the leading three. On lap 16, Mir and Marquez closed down on rinse as the gap came down to 0.6 seconds. Cortaro was then dropped to P17 as Miguel Oliveira and Red Bull KTM Tech 3 teammate Iker Lacuona went through. With seven laps to go, Vinales was nearly two seconds off the front riders as it was a fight between two Suzukis and Alex Marquez for the Aragon GP victory. With six laps to go, Rins was three, se- three tenths in front. Marquez was sticking behind the Rins Suzuki. He was at a race pace where it felt like Mir was holding him up. Then came the penultimate corner. Marquez then swept aside Mir and uh, was now in P2. Rins and Marquez were 1 2. And the gap was coming down as Marquez was over three tenths quicker. Rins was looking good, but Marquez had an absolutely cracking pace. Looking to hunt down Rins, he made a final push and then he went a bit wide. A blow which would make sure Rins get his victory. With two laps to go, Rins was now three tenths ahead of Marquez, who remained at 0.3 seconds on the last lap. Mir was on the other hand losing ground and now had to look out for Vinales and Mobidelli. All eyes were on the battle in front. Marquez was right there with Rins as it was tensions all around the circuit. Marquez wanted to try and get close to slipstream but Rins was riding like a champ as he rode smoothly into a long straight. Marquez wasn't close enough and Rins made no mistake as Rins took took victory by 0.2 seconds ahead of Marquez after another stunning ride by the HRC rookie rider. Rins rode a flawless race and Marquez rode a stunning race to 
to secure one, one and two podium places. Mir with his fifth podium in the last seven races took the championship lead from Quartararo ahead of the next week's Aragon race. Vinales came in fourth as he closed on the championship fight to 12 points with four rounds to go. Nakagami secured a superb fifth place as he crossed Morbidelli on the last lap. Morbidelli settled for P6. Dovisioso had a terrible weekend but eventually secured P7 which made him closer to the championship lead. Talking of Mir, a fifth podium in the last seven races sees the Spaniard leap ahead of Cartararo for the championship lead. Six points is, a, is the sophomore's advantage over El Diablo heading into the second Aragon race in seven days' time. Six points is the sophomore's advantage over El Diablo heading into the second Aragon race in seven days' time. <clears throat> Krushlo managed to climb back to P8 after a bad opening lap. The two Ducati bikes of Miller and Zarco completed the top the top 10 as they need to do much more work. It looked like they could do with much more work on their bikes. Paul Aspagaro crossed the line in P11 with Alicia Aspagaro finishing behind his younger brother in P12. Lacuna grabbed P13 to finish ahead of the final point scorer Petrucci. Biggest shock of the day was seeing Quartararo finishing P18. The 21-year-old couldn't get the medium front tyre to work. It meant Quartararo relinquishing the championship lead. As the race was over, it supplied us with more drama and unpredictability as another race gave us another winner. With four more to go, there is a bundle of surprising waiting for us in the wings we are absolutely sure of. So now with this race ending, the top 10 riders were Alex Rins, Alex Marquez, Joan Mir, Maverick Vinales, Takaki Nakagami, Franco Morbidelli, and the Divincioso, Cal Crushlow, Jack Miller, and Joan Zarco. With this race ending and the MotoGP title race getting ever so close, We expect the next three to four races to be crackers in their own right. And uh, let's hope one of them comes out as a brilliant, as a winner, as this brilliant 2020 season, brilliant and unpredictable 2020 season comes to a close. Now with this coverage, we end our podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. Please uh, comment in the comment section below and tell us how you liked our podcast and if you want us to cover something else do share your comments even if you don't like the podcast like share subscribe to our podcast and make it india's number one two-wheeler podcast in the future so with this we end our podcast follow us on social and follow this hashtag called cyclecast to get more info on our podcast episodes now, before we go, we would like to say, or as we always say, ride safe, always wear protective gear, and ride everywhere. With this, we take your leave until our next episode, until our next podcast episode. We'll see you. Bye.